It's time for All Things Gardening with Charlie Nardozzi, brought to you by Vermont Victory Greenhouses and Gardener's Supply. Good morning, Charlie. Hi, Mary. Well, a lot, a lot of folks who listen to All Things Gardening have houseplants, right? All throughout their houses, their apartments, their condos. And boy, do they have questions. Lots and lots of questions about houseplants. So are you up for a nonstop extravaganza of nothing but houseplant questions? It's nothing but a lightning round of houseplant questions. Yes. Cool. All right. If you're game, let's get started. Okay. Uh, We'll start with Katie in St. Albans. Katie writes, I was gifted an orchid that's currently in bloom. Every orchid that has previously been in my care has met an untimely end. (laughs) Please give me some pointers to keep this one thriving. Okay, Katie. So I'm assuming it's a moth orchid because that's the most popular one, Mm -hmm. most common one. And that's good because it's the easiest one to grow, the phalaenopsis. So what you want to do is take your orchid, put it in a bright uh, spot, not full sun, but not in a dark area, just kind of a brightly lit room, and just leave it there. The key with these moth orchids is not to overwater them. You'll notice if you look at the soil, it's not really soil. It kind of tends to be like a barky kind of mixture. That's because these are epiphytes. They grow in trees in their native lands. They don't really grow in soil. When it dries out and the leaves start wilting a little bit, that's when you put it underneath the tap. Uh, if you have some uh, water that's not treated with chemicals, that would be even better. And just let it run right through. That also would require having a pot that has good drainage to it. So a clay pot is probably better than a plastic pot for that reason. And what'll happen is that naturally around this time of year, they'll start sending up more flower stalks. So you have flowers on it already. Those flowers should last weeks, if not months, if you don't overwater it. Then when that flower stalk is done, you can cut it back and it'll actually send off another side flower stalk too. So you can continue doing this for a long time. So that should keep you going in the right direction. Next question is from Christian in Burlington. Christian writes, how does variegation work on houseplants? And is there a way to prevent or induce variegation in houseplants? Uh, yes. So variegation is a sport or a mutation that happen on a certain houseplant, like a philodendron or a pothos or a rubber tree. And then the breeders, of course, took that branch and then propagated it. And now they have a whole new variety that they've created, which is kind of cool. Uh, the variegation is very dependent on light levels. So If you have a a house that's very dark, you might notice that a variegated plant that's there might slowly start turning back to a green-leafed plant. So you want to make sure you have enough bright light to have the variegation. If you don't like the variegation, you can get rid of it by moving that house plant into a shadier spot, too, or at least reduce it a little bit. Mm. Next houseplant inquiry comes from Maria in South Burlington. Maria writes, my houseplants are out of control, and they're taking over my house. (laughs) I keep repotting them in even larger and very pricey pots, but I need them to stop getting bigger. Not all of them lend themselves to clipping. I clip the ones that are appropriate. Should I just stop repotting them? It seems like that would suffocate them. What do I do? Well, yes. So the first thing, of course, is try to buy dwarf varieties of houseplants. There are rubber trees, for example, that can grow 8 to 10 feet tall, and then there are ones that only stay 3 to 4 feet tall. So so just in the future, Maria, just keep that in mind. But for the ones you already have, what you can do is keep them in the same pot, but you'll probably once every year or two, you're going to have to root prune them. Take them out of the pot, prune the roots down. They'll be swirling around and everything, repot them with some new fresh potting soil, and that should slow their growth so they don't get as big. We have a Norfolk Island pine. It's a number of years old now, and it's only about five feet tall. So that gives you an idea that you can do this. Last question uh, is from Brittany in Burlington. And Brittany writes, the soil in my houseplant smells kind of moldy, but the plants themselves seem to 
to be doing just fine. Do I need to repot or do I need to do anything? Well, the moldy soil is probably because it's a little too wet and it's uh, anaerobically de decomposing. So I would repot them. Yes, I would put some fresh soil in there and try in the future not to water them so much and that'll probably get rid of the smell. You passed the test of the houseplant question extravaganza. <laughs> if you have any questions about houseplants or other gardening things and you want Charlie Nardozzi to answer them, search All Things Gardening and submit your question in the post. Thanks so much, Charlie. You're welcome, Mary, and I'll be seeing you in the garden.